Hi, I'm Gary Bembridge, and this is Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast. Today, we're off to Brussels in Belgium. And aside from the fact that I'd fractured my ankle while there, yep, believe it or not, I did it, I had an unexpectedly good time in Brussels, and as an aside, can also confirm they have a very good and very efficient health service. We'd gone there on the Eurostar from London for a long weekend, and as the day approached that we went, I became increasingly concerned and wondered if the city would be as dull and as bland as the stereotype jokes that tend to do the rounds. Maybe partly as we were not expecting much and just embraced what it had to offer, we had a great time, though Brussels probably only took about two full days to actually do, if you like. Now, the city is probably most famous for being the host city for the headquarters of the European Union and of NATO, and of course it's known for its waffles, with many side stores throughout the city selling them, and chocolates, of course, with many, many chocolate shops dotted around the city. It's very, very easy to get to Brussels with the Eurostar from London. It runs many times a day from the very beautiful St Pancras Station in North London. It only takes about two hours, and you're very central once you get into Brussels. Now, we had gone in early December, and the train was absolutely packed, partly, I think, because the city is famous for its annual Christmas market, and so many, many people travel to go there during December, and particularly at the beginning of December, to stock up on the equally famous chocolates and gifts and just soak up the festive, festive atmosphere. Now, the traffic in the city, in Brussels itself, is pretty bad, and we seem to shuffle along from the station to the hotel. And that, I think, is partly because the city itself is not very large, and so the main streets are packed, particularly at rush hour. Now, on first sight, the city's not that attractive, and it seemed quite bland, it seemed very concrete-like. Though, as we found out later, as we started to stroll around and explore the side streets, and we discovered that there's some very pretty and some very charming parts of Brussels. Now, it's quite a revelation, because after arriving at the uncharming railway station and travelling to the hotel, the Sheraton Brussels, we had the feeling it was not going to be the most appealing of cities. It wasn't going to be the most beautiful of cities. But by the time we left, hobbling off on crutches with a plaster cast, in my case, our opinion had completely changed. Now, two of the chaps who work with me are from Brussels, and when I'd asked them for tips, they seemed almost nervous and reticent to suggest much, and implied there was not a lot to do. Though as I started to look online, I saw there were things like, you know, 80 museums in the city, and so after being there, what are my top tips for visiting Brussels? Well, the best time to visit. We went in early December, which of course is winter, but I think this is a great time to go, as this is when the Christmas market opens, and although it's cold, the streets are decorated, they're busy, they're bustling and there's lots of stalls and events going on all around the place. And there's a great atmosphere and a great buzz. And I recommend this as a really, really good time to be there. There was so much going on in the streets around the whole Christmas build-up. And it made for a lot of fun. I'm sure summer is fun. But this is when the city seems to come alive. In the Grand Place area there are decorations. There's an amazing light show on the building. On one side of the square, there's a huge blue Christmas tree in the centre. It's really just quite magical. Now, I have a video of the Grand Place area and the, the, the show that's there, and I've posted that on YouTube or on the blog at tipsfortravellers.com. If you go there and look for, for Belgium or Brussels, and you'll find uh, the video. 
there's the full Christmas market. It's about 10 minutes walk away from Glanplas. It's full of stalls. It's got an ice skating rink. There's a huge Ferris wheel. There's places to eat, places to drink. It's really good fun. And the Christmas market really is just, there's a great buzz, there's a great atmosphere. The stores themselves are okay, the usual stuff that you get. But it's just the whole buzz and excitement and, and atmosphere. It's really great. So that's my first tip. The second tip is do the round-the-city bus tour. Now, I know on most of my tips for travelers, I talk about the round-the-city bus tour. But there's not a lot to see in Brussels. But this is a one-and-a-half-hour hop-on, hop-off tour, and it's great. Your ticket's valid for about... Well, not for about. It's valid for 24 hours. There are two different options of bus tours, and we chose the Blue Brussels City Tours. It cost quite a lot. It cost around 18 euros each, and you get some earphones, and you can listen to commentary. The commentary itself is very lively. It is very informative. There are in total 14 stops that you can get off at, but for me, the highlights on the tour are as follows. Atomium, and I know I've pronounced that really badly, but Atom Ayam, Atium. Now, this for me was the highlight of the visit to Brussels. It was built in 1958 um, as the Brussels stand at the World Fair that was held there and has recently been renovated. It's based on an atom, hence the name Atium, Atomium, that is one and a half billion times larger than real life. I, I need to learn how to pronounce it, and I apologize uh, for pronouncing it very badly, but all I can say is it's fantastic. It's a series of huge metal balls that connected with very long arms. It's amazingly modern looking considering its age. It's built of steel. You can get to the lift at the top of the ball, so the lift which zooms right up the top, and then after coming down you can walk through the others catching some of the longest escalators I have ever been on. And the exhibits and the actual balls themselves are okay, they're not brilliant, but the attraction itself is striking, it's very beautiful. We loved it. At the very top, there's also a, a restaurant that you can go to uh, during the day. It's open in the evening. It must be great at night, actually. I've made a video of the whole place, and again, that's on the blog or it's on YouTube. But if you go to the blog, tipsfortravelers.com, where travelers is spelled with two L's, so it's the UK way. And again, search for Brussels and you'll, and you'll find the video. The other place to stop on the tour is, is Grand Place or Grand Place. Now, this is the town square of the city. And it's a huge open space surrounded by stunningly beautiful old buildings. It really is quite breathtaking, especially at night when it's all lit up. And as I mentioned earlier, at Christmas time, there's a stunning lighter music show every hour. It's really, really great. There's music, there's lights, it's fantastic. Now, in the streets around this area are many restaurants. Now, mostly a more tourist trap style, although we had a great dinner in one, to be honest. And actually, it's that very one when I broke my ankle coming out of. But that's probably more my fault than Brussels' fault. And all around those little side streets there are many small shops. And they mostly sell chocolates and there's a lot of great waffle stores. It's quite touristy, but it's really great buzz again. And it's very beautiful, very beautiful buildings. The next place to stop is the Mannequin Piss, or Mannequin Piss. Now, you need to see this small statue. It's a picture, it's a statue of a boy relieving himself, which sounds not very attractive. But it's a symbol of the city. And actually, they dress the Mannequin Piss up when there's events or important visits or whatever. And there's a museum that displays all the various outfits he's been dressed in, which is kind of slightly bizarre, but quite interesting. Personally, for me, it was, wasn't the most exciting thing to see in the city, but you kind of need to take a picture of it because it is, it is so famous. So it's kind of a symbol of the city. So then another place which I do think is really, really nice to stop is Sablon or Zavel Plain. Zavel Plain. It's a very charming area. There's an antique market 
and there's a small and a very interesting Mercedes-Benz kind of shop and museum, lots of big chocolate shops, but it's a very nice area to kind of just stroll around, explore, there's some very nice places to have hot chocolate, and nearby there's some very large museums if you're feeling kind of a little bit more cultural, so very nice museums you can go and visit and, and, and some art exhibitions and that kind of stuff. So that's Sablon or Zavo Plain. Another great place to stop is Park Cinquantenere or Jubal Park. Now, in Jubal Park, there's this massive, massive, very imposing gate monument. It's a bit like the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. It's really, really stunning. I've got pictures of that on the blog posting. But also in this area is the Auto World, which is a car museum, the Royal Military Museum, and an Art and History Museum. So you could quite easily stop and spend a whole day there in reality. But it's, it's worth even just going and looking at that incredible arch. Really, really impressive. After that, the next stop on the tour is the European Parliament. Now, this is a must-see. I don't even know if you need to get out and have a look around, but you kind of need to see it and, and, and whatnot. So the European Parliament. So that's kind of, the, the, the for me, were the real good places to stop on the tour. The Sorry, I'm stumbling over it again. The Atomium, Grand Place, Mannequin Piss, Zablon Zavo Plain, Park Cinquantere, Jubal Park, and the European Parliament. Those are, for me, were the real highlights and worth spending time on. Now, in terms of eating, Brussels is best known for mussels, it's best known for fries, and it's best known for waffles. So ideally, you should try all of those. Um, but saying that, what was also interesting, there's a lot of places that do steak and chips, and they were delicious. And we actually had, probably had a couple of waffles and steak and chips. It was really great. So Brussels itself, it was a very pleasant surprise. It's a great short visit. So if you're looking for a weekend away in Europe or you're looking uh, in terms of touring around Europe, it's a great place to go. You can spend a very busy two or three days here. But also what's great with Brussels, you can venture out to nearby Bruges, which is a very pretty city. It's a very, very, very charming city. So you could go there for a day or two. And also Antwerp, which is also quite nearby. And those of you who've been to Amsterdam will also find Antwerp. It kind of feels like that and it's very very beautiful so as i mentioned if you want to see kind of video tours go to my site at tipsfortravelers.com and search for brussels on the site or look down the left hand side and you'll find a, a link to it and i've got four video sort of tours if you like i've got the grand place christmas light show i've got um, a video tour of the christmas market then i've got um, both around and up the atonium and then I've got a highlight of the Hop On and Hop Off bus tour. So quite a lot to see. So that's all I've got for you on Tips for Travellers. Don't forget get that you can visit the site at tipsfortravellers.com where you can also sign up and receive email updates. So until next time, happy travels.